welcome to this week's episode of the Self-Improvement Project. This week I have Dan Lines back for a discussion-based podcast where we discuss the flywheel effect, which is a concept by the author Jim Collins. And I'm going to try and include a visual in this podcast for you to refer to so that you can see and understand the effect, the flywheel effect, the concept, how it works and just give you that opportunity to look at it and do your own little bit of um, research before listening into what myself and Dan have to say. We really enjoyed doing the Atomics po- uh, Atomic Habits podcast together um, therefore We were really excited to do this one together as well and just really enjoyed discussing the concept. So again, we hope you find value out of this um, or find that you get value out of it and always open to any comments. Um, I've started tweeting a wee bit more recently um, about the podcast and things like that and I'm always open to hearing your thoughts or any other ideas or concepts that you'd like myself or us to discuss or talk about at a wee bit more length as well. So I am I do refer to the flywheel effect and how it works in the podcast, but just to give you a brief overview before the podcast begins, it's if you want to picture a clock face and starting at 12 o'clock, there is a um, point where we start starting point in this flywheel effect where we basically start with a a topic that we're curious about and this can apply to anything in life it's very open to interpretation Dan and myself talk a lot about it towards our own side projects and but it could relate to literally uh, anything um, in your own personal development so once we move on from that we move clockwise clockwise round to the next point which is all about research so that curiosity feeds you um, doing research which then feeds you into um, being able to look at these concepts and have these ideas and insights from the research that you've done and formulating and pulling those together um, from that then being able to put it into writing putting it into teaching and helping others and sharing it with others as well, which in the podcast we talk a wee bit about um, the importance of sharing this uh, and the psychological barriers that can come up against us sometimes with this. Then on to the second last point where we talk about impact and the impact on the world that you can have with this curiosity that you've had, um, obviously relaying round to this, and then the last point, which is funding. So the funding that comes with doing something successful and impactful on the world as well. So we discuss all of these different topics um, from our own minds, from our own ideas, and some of the really key points that, that we talk about is the simplicity of it, the relevance of it to almost anything, and the importance of it to implement for everyone this isn't you know just for an exclusive group of people this is available to everybody and i strongly recommend that you take the time to self-reflect upon that 
in a sense of how it could work for you. And we also talk about if we would add or take anything away from the wheel um, that might benefit us as well, as well as a wee bit of evolution of the wheel. So is there potential for this to be stacked and evolve during time um, as well as going round the wheel more than once? So these are just some of the areas that we talk about in the podcast and discuss. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And again, always open to your feedback. So thanks. Like when, when I was looking at it, I was trying to like rack my brain of, you know, is there any kind of um, scenarios that I think I could kind of attribute this flywheel effect to in my life? Um, and none came to came to my mind like instantly but I think because it's one of these like really simple concepts it's probably something that you might even do without thinking yeah um and like that you know the the James Clear uh kind of email subscription stuff there was a quote in it yesterday and it said take a simple idea and take it seriously yeah and yeah. I think this is probably one of these occasions where you can really benefit from from this kind of concept. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that I, I, I thought exactly like that consistency is a prominent thing that keeps coming up. Um, but like you said, that simplicity and combining it is quite key as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I think that fly, flywheel thing that you know, looking at it, I found that it was so open to interpretation. Like mm. I did exactly what you did where I looked at it and I was like, how will this, how does this fit in with what I do or what I could do or what I've done? And I could take like pockets away, but this was quite a nice way to maybe view it as like a, like more of a journey and understanding like the effects of each bit. Cause I think it talks a wee bit about momentum yeah 100% um, on it as well so um I, di- I did kind of think as well like when when I was when I was thinking about it that it would be a really interesting thing to have like if you were you know you had a, a kind of business venture in mind um or like a side hustle in mind for example and you didn't really know where to start I think it would kind of it would provide a really good framework for that as well yeah um because automatically, the fact that you're even thinking about a, a side hustle, for example, you're taking off the first part of the flywheel. Um, yeah. And yeah, that like curiosity. Think, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, you know, once you've done your research and stuff, you might kind of struggle to, um, to kind of see where to go next. But looking at this, it does provide that kind of clarity. Um, and that kind of the full circle kind of feeding back in on itself as well. Mm. Um, yeah, no, think, I, I thought it was really interesting, Matt. Yeah. Do you think there's a, just thinking about what you were saying there, do you think there's an element of that curiosity? And then you said that leads into that research. Um, like, obviously, it's a full circle, but do you think there's ever times where you like stop and start again or? that research maybe takes you onto something even deeper or something like you feel is more aligned with you and you go back to the start. And do you think that 
like would be yeah. as well or yeah definitely i think um like like you said at the start it's it's kind of open to interpretation as well isn't it and you can take certain pockets away from it yeah um you know you could start with one idea do your research and then from that research you find something completely different and then mm-hmm. you go back to back to the the starting point almost yeah um and i think that's probably i don't know what you feel but i think that's probably quite similar to other points in this flywheel like i know at the start of this i said that i was trying to kind of almost implement this flywheel into experiences that i've had Mm -hmm. um and i was struggling and then i kind of thought you know when i was starting up um the kind of side hustle with candles and stuff Mm. i could kind of pinpoint different bits of the flywheel to my experience on that journey yeah Um, without even being aware of it before yeah yeah a hundred percent and and there's there's points in that wheel that i think i kind of got to and then I went back and then I went forward again. And yeah, it's although it is kind of in theory this wheel of the momentum, I definitely think you can kind of either jump between them or certainly go back as well. Um, I think each kind of point of it feeds into the kind of further points, both ahead and behind, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I also think. <sighs> Just based on what we've been we've been saying here, that this feels obviously because we're talking about it, we're talking about the importance of it, but it's actually really relevant and important for understanding doing anything, you know, like from a greater point of view, like if there's anything that you're interested in, this is almost like the start of a journey with that. And you might get all the way around, you might get one part of the way around. Um but surely it's like really important that not just people like you you and me that are curious about you know our interests and things like that but people that aren't even aware of like they're maybe just doing their job they've got a few hobbies and they're doing what society is telling them to do and that's it there's no awareness of oh there should actually be something that i'm really passionate about and should pursue that interest using this concept if that makes sense yeah yeah definitely um yeah i definitely agree with that and i think you know even from from my own kind of personal perspective as well um i think there's kind of points that i had kind of missed out on my own journey um in terms of like having an impact on people i think kind of subconsciously i, I probably jumped that point but I almost went all the way round, completed it, yeah, and got yeah. back to the cu- and got back to the curiosity section, and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't what I want to do." Yeah. So it can, it can even like even completing it if you think you know if you apply this to something that you're passionate about, um, and then you come full circle, so to speak, it brings up more ideas, and it certainly has for me. It's made yeah. me kind of realize that, you know, what I thought I was interested in, I'm not interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has provided me with a hopefully kind of like next steps and 
and uh, kind of pursuing what, what I'm really passionate about. Um, but I, I certainly think, like, when, when I looked at it, although I did struggle to um, initially to kind of place some, some um, what's the word I'm looking for? Some kind of concept of this to my experiences. I, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I think this is very... Um, very kind of relevant to what you're doing with the podcast and, and with your writing as well. Yeah, um, I definitely I thought, like relate to it, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Is, is there things that, you know, you look at this uh, at this concept you really resonate with or is there kind of points that, that you'd probably overlook or...? Yeah, I think it's probably... I can look at each point and relate to it. Um some more than others and also like it's very simple because Mm. it's very easy to overthink loads of things especially when you're curious about something and there's no one right way to do it and you're hearing all of this noise about um certain topics that you maybe don't know about and i think this is just a really nice way of looking at it in a sense of um understanding what stage you are at, have been at, or can look forward to. Um, I think personally, I've done lots of different things. And I think the main thing that's coming back to me from hearing you speak and me just reflecting on previous things is that it's, the the most important thing is that like you go through it you wouldn't be yeah. where you are now if you hadn't gone through that with um, the candles business. Yeah. I wouldn't be here just now if I hadn't started back in back in 2017. I remember I used to do a video like every day about sports coaching because that's what I that was what fed my curiosity at that time. But and now it doesn't, and that's absolutely fine. But the point is I went through that to realize that. And I think that's the most important point here with this effect is that it's, it's never ending, but it's important to continue to go through it and not just, you know, not just stand still in a sense, because as, as we know from various discussions that we've had is that, standing still is probably the worst thing you can do yeah you know um, and i think as well like when you have ideas like you've obviously your head's kind of full of ideas with um with the podcast and and the self-improvement project and, and what you want to do with it um, and i'm sure other people have you know plenty of ideas in, in their head of of things they might want to do on the side or even do as like a full-time um full-time venture but something that I've found, um, if I have these kind of ideas, is that they get stuck in my head mm. and they get kind of clouded in, you know, all the other thoughts kind of racing through your head. And you then struggle. You're like, you kind of become a little bit overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, but I think with this, like you said, you can kind of see where you've been on your specific journey and it does provide clarity as to what you should do next 
But even then, not even what you should do next, you're probably going to go into it anyway because mm. this concept it is a, it's a kind of theory of momentum, right? If you do one, it feeds into the next. Um, if, you, if you weren't kind of in that situation, it provides direction, I think, which is really important. Yeah, yeah, like knowing what step comes next or what to, to look forward to and expect. Yeah. Um, I think what you were saying there about that overwhelm is really key as well because I actually think, and, and you'll, you'll have experienced this as well in that sense of there is that initial stage of, um, and you know, you could be the most confident person in the world, but you are worried about um, that external validation side of things. When you start something and you start putting it out there, you know, what are people going to think? What, um, and you get worried about that for absolutely no reason because yeah. at the end of the day, it's no one scary, actually cares. Yeah. Yeah. No one, like no one will worry or care too much about what you're doing because they're just focusing on themselves anyway. But I think that's like probably like a really key point to address. I think both of us have probably overcome that, but I think that's something that stops a lot of people as well. Um, oh, massively. And you, you know, from like our conversations that we had, like that was kind of something that, that almost stopped me hmm. um, as well. But like you said, it, it's, it's not, it's it's one of these cases where where you like you're in your head, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And like people totally won't care. Yeah, and and the really key thing is you are passionate enough about it to push through that. Like you care too much about this thing that you want to fulfill, that you eventually it's almost like a like a bit of leverage where you like just forget about that and then you just push through. So. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, what, I think that's what is it? Is it Marianne Cantwell that says something? Um, I think she kind of touched on that in in her book, um, and she calls the people. Or she she kind of she references you know people being kind of like nervous and, yes, and scared of, exactly of what other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> yeah, what, what other she people, calls beige them the army beige army because it's like staying it, in your yeah. place. Like people don't want you to succeed because. Um, it's it's tough to put put into words. Like we could definitely look up like a quote instead of murdering it. But yeah. it's about staying within the realms of where you should be, yeah. and um, you know, it's about not not making themselves feel bad by seeing someone else being successful. So they'll yeah. like tear them down so that you stay in your place but yeah that's a really yeah and that that that'll happen as well but again i think it comes back to that point if you're passionate enough about something you'll power through with it because a you'll either continue with that around this flywheel that we're talking about or you'll continue around that flywheel and find something even better that yeah you're even more curious about and it's just that continual journey um it's- is there any kind of points like looking at the looking at the diagram and, and kind of reflecting on on the journey that you've kind of been through so far, um, you know, with like the previous podcast and, and this one now? Yeah. Um, is there any stages of it that you kind of particularly struggled with or that you found 
just kind of came like really naturally to you? Yeah. I think the one I struggle with, and I always will, because it's something that I purely just, I'm just going to put it bluntly, I don't care about it, and I feel like it should be a natural result of something that's good. But I know what you're going to say here. <laughs> yeah, also something that I actually feel stifles my creativity is that funding side of things. So yeah. um, I think that pressure of, I want to build something successful, and therefore, as a result, it's like monetizing it. And yeah. um, that's a reflection of success. But for me, that's not something like values-wise that I agree with. Um, and you know, there's no shortcuts when you do stuff like this. It's about seeing things through and eventually it should reflect. But I think we're in a society now where, you know, anyone can start a business or start a venture or whatever. And there's this immediate pressure to have that um, financial validation to prove that you are good at what you do or you were right to do what you do. And that's something that I, I do, I have, and I always will struggle with. Um, and I think on the other side of things, the thing that I enjoy the most or my, um, I think actually my, just reflecting in the moment, but the thing I enjoy the most is probably the writing and teaching side of things. So when you eventually have your ideas and you write them out and they start to, um, you know, formulate and you can start to see that happen like your ideas coming to life a wee bit more. Yeah. That's my favorite bit. But I think the most powerful part of the wheel is definitely the chaos to concepts bit where it talks, it's about, you've got all these ideas flying about um, and you're almost like creating your own insights and your own concepts based on all this information that you've got, including your own opinions. I think that's the like best bit of the wheel when you're doing something because you're it's you've got all that research that you've spent time doing because you're excited about it and then it's like pulling all of that together is definitely the most energizing bit um it's the most exciting i think as well because mm-hmm. like you said you know you've got all these ideas and, and you've spent time kind of researching and, and you've spent time um kind of asking yourself the question and i think that that's the point where it almost becomes a reality isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah and i think probably the most exciting bit and something i'm really looking forward to is that impact side of things Um, and i don't know how it's going to happen i couldn't tell you i don't have a plan for me to be or whatever but i think naturally as it happens i'm really excited to see what the impact will be um of it because it's either going to be um you know something that clicks and it works and it's great um and you know the past honestly the past week where i've been tweeting a wee bit i've not done that out of i feel like i have to i've done it because i've been like excited to do so um, yeah you know there's a very fine line between something feeling like a chore and you have to do it as opposed to doing it because you feel like this will help someone or this will have like a positive impact on someone. And it's almost like a mindset thing. So um, I've like, that's a recent one for me that like, I've been really excited about. Um, 
and just interested to see where it goes. But then it also might lead to going to the start of the wheel again. You know, who knows? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And I think for you, like, you know, going going from the conversations that we've had, and you know, we speak all the time about it. Um, I think the impact section is, well, I'm, I'm generalizing massively here, but I think for a lot of people, when when they kind of embark on on a new project, like you said, the, the funding part is probably the reward for them because that's just kind of, um, you know, what we're ingrained to think is a reward. And mm. don't get me wrong, like it, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, and um in itself it is a huge reward because you've kind of done all the work and people are impressed enough with your your product or your service that they're willing to pay you for it and that's amazing mm-hmm. um but i think from the conversations we've had impact for you would be the reward yeah because you, you've said yourself you know like funding isn't it doesn't motivate you and, and if if it kind of stifles your creativity, then there's no point in in making that a, an important part of the process for you. Um, but I think seeing what comes out of, um, you know, the kind of podcasts and, and the writing and, and the teaching and, and that aspect of things, seeing the impact from that, I think that will be almost be like your validation in a way, if that if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, like validation for me to know like give myself peace of mind that this is the correct thing like this is the thing that i'm supposed to do sort of thing. yeah 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 100 percent. should we chat about like i'm wondering whether we should we should have done this at the start um but i'm sure your your editing skills you can you can kind of chop, <laughs> chop and change flow. and stuff. It's all about free flow, mate. That's the beauty. Of it. Um, just chat about like, because obviously, if it if you know anyone's listening, they, they won't be able to see what we're looking at, and just kind of describe, kind of what the what the flywheel looks like. Yeah, I might look up some images maybe, um, and add it to the podcast as well. But that's yeah. Cool. So, I think probably the best place to start is that you've got this. Um, almost like round um, arrow that's got, you know, point A, like at 12 o'clock. And this is where you start. This is the beginning of your journey where you're asking yourself what you are curious about. And then you follow the wheel round clockwise from, you know, B, C, D, E, F. So, you know, we've got those six points, six touch points. So after you you've asked yourself what you're curious about. The next stage is just all that research side of things. So one phrase that I've seen from one of the visuals that we've looked at from uh, slow.co, I think it is, um, but really good website around the um, like slow philosophy. But the phrases that are used in each step of the wheel is I can't help but so that research is i'm so curious about something that i can't help but want to learn more about it so that's where that's how we should view that research side of things um then onto that chaos to concepts so taking all those pieces of research and 
you can't help but have loads of ideas about it you can't help but start to formulate all your own thoughts with this research and um, just enjoying that something on this point as well that i was um i think is important to highlight because i talked about how exciting it is it can also be balanced up with how frustrating it is as well mm. i don't know what you think but you've got all this research and you're you know that you're on to something but you can't quite um like touch what it is or put your finger exactly on on what it is um with that as well um yeah i'd certainly agree with that so just even though i'm not um I'm not doing it anymore um, when I was doing the candles. That was, A, like you said, an exciting kind of stage in the process because ideas were, were coming to life. Um, but B, also very frustrating because what I thought would work based on the kind of questions I was asking myself and the research that I'd done, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And then you had to go back to the, the first point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely agree that it can also kind of set you back and and be quite a a kind of nerve wracking time too. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then the next point is that writing and teaching side of things, where all these ideas you start to make a bit of sense and you start to write them out and start to share them. And I guess that's that point that we were saying earlier is being able to overcome that mental barrier of sharing your thoughts. Um, because it's more of that kind of social side of things now where you're putting yourself out there um, with your ideas and what you believe. Um, and then the, the second last point is that impact. So what you've created and what your ideas are and you're sharing them, you're starting to have that impact on the, the world um, around you, whether it's and it's important to recognize that this needs to be unique. It needs to be coming from you um, because if it's something that's not, people can tell when you're not passionate about something. So whatever you've like put together, it needs to make sure that it's well-written or it's well-delivered and people can feel that um, impact from you as well. And then the last point is that funding. So um the again we touched on it earlier but I, I definitely feel it should be a natural process here that you can't help but have that funding come from all of those things that you've done previously um and then hopefully that leads you back to the start where you've got bigger or better questions to ask yourself that go maybe deeper into that concept or it takes you in a different direction so um yeah that's the, the whole the whole flywheel but um depending on how um the editing goes i might leave that in there and add it in at the start or um but i think you know we've had some really good discussions and i think it's maybe quite a nice touch point for people to you know we've had this wee discussion and then we've like brought it back to what it, it all is um as well um lovely stuff and it? i think you, you, know, you know like i was just kind of touching on like the funding part, you know, people might use that as motivation. I, I know I certainly did. And, and on reflection, that is probably what I was doing wrong. Okay. Um, Why? I think because I was motivated by it, I didn't really focus on whether I was passionate about what I was doing. Okay. I was kind of thinking, right, funding's coming from it. It's a bit of money on the side. 
I can kind of put up with the the lack of passion for for what I'm doing. Um, but after the funding comes, it then fed back into the curiosity section, and I was like, mm-hmm. really, is is this like something that I really want to do? Um, ask myself other questions, and then further leading on to um, me kind of really determining what what I'm passionate about and what I think I can share with people. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting concept. Um, you know, I, I touched on it at the start. I think people might even do it um, without thinking, and mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of it. But then I also think that it really helps people if you're kind of in a rut almost yeah like bringing your attention to something that you can focus on and almost discover this without even realizing it as well yeah Um, exactly but i think what you said there is really interesting about that funding because using that as a motivator to start with can lead you to like that positive journey as well so you wouldn't have done all that curious research and had all of those great ideas if you hadn't had that as that motivator to get to as well. Um, which I think yeah, really that's important. true. But then, then I also think if you do every other stage really well, like like the kind of um, the graphic shows, then ultimately money will come. And I think uh, yeah. you know we we've spoken about that length before, and I know it's not motivator for you it could just be a natural kind of a natural outcome whether you you can want it or not because you're doing stuff really well um it will just feed naturally potentially into into that funding stage yeah um do you think there's any kind of like when you look at the at the at the graphic do you think there's any points that you would add in or mm. kind of take out at all um it's a good question. I Pretty think. Spot. No, no, I think it's no, I think it's good, but I think, I think it flows nicely into like, that's the natural outcome of the previous point. Um, yeah. I think, I would potentially between that funding and starting something new, add in an element around that serving purpose. So you're getting closer to understanding what is meaningful to you. You're understanding what um, gives you that feeling of fulfillment going forward, because ultimately yeah. that adds to your your curiosity. And you know, we you could pick any million or billionaire on the planet that has gone through this process and got to that funding stage and gone around the circle a few more times or around the wheel even um but do you know what a lot of motivation eventually ends up coming back to it comes back to serving things beyond them like sometimes it's phrased as a higher purpose sometimes it's phrased as contributing to others um you know loads of big companies that make so much money that they probably don't know what to do with it anymore set up charities yeah, um, I'm pretty sure I read about the guy who created Tom's shoes. Um, he's he has a from the the profits that he made, 
like the big thing with Tom's was that for every, I think for every pair of shoes sold, that it bought a pair of shoes for uh, like person, um, you know, who wasn't, who couldn't afford them or from like a, a bad area or something like that. So yeah. um, now I believe he even has a, another company on the side that is purely about funding startups. So nice. that's his contribution to society. And that just really interests me in that sense of giving yourself that fulfillment and that meaning um, and working towards that. So that's potentially one that I would add in after or between funding and the start again. Um, yeah. It's almost also, like a, a kind of like reflective stage, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, and the only other thing I would potentially look at is, and I know that it maybe comes from it being a continual cycle process, but something that we've looked at recently is that stacking element. And I definitely think that's going to be something that starts to trend a wee bit more over the coming years. But the element of stacking, um, positive actions on top of one another is something that I think this flywheel could evolve into in a sense. So um, I don't know how you would represent or display that using a diagram, but it would potentially just be about almost that evolving of, of yourself as you go through this cycle a number of times and stack up all your experiences and all of your yeah. journeys. Um, but those would be my, my only two thoughts on that um would there be anything that you would add or take away at all um to be honest uh, the the only thing i would probably um wouldn't necessarily say add but but when i was looking at it would be almost like a like an implementation phase but then i guess you're kind of touching on that in the chaos the concepts um you're bringing your ideas to life and and it's kind of you're you're making it tangible um but yeah i think that's kind of covered in in point c of the diagram um but i definitely think as well that there is or or there could kind of be um reason for for having a reflective stage in between funding and the the curiosity section um and i think that you know you could go through that circle and come to the the reflection stage um, and completely change how you operate. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's certainly, it's an interesting point. Um, but I think that's probably the one thing that I would, if, if I was uh, kind of educated enough to, <laughs> to kind of feed in, into the diagram, that's something I would do. Yeah, but that's the beauty with ideas like this. There's always ways to use them and build upon them and tailor them to your own your own ideas. But um, yeah, I think I I just think that you know having talked about it and you know looked at it and, and and reflected on it as well, I just think it's so important to emphasise how important it is for everybody to at least go through this you know yeah and they will they will maybe go through it without realizing 
you know, like I was saying at the start, maybe at work or things like that. But I just don't think if you're doing it about something you're passionate about or you care about, then you're not really giving yourself like any chance at all to like find fulfillment and meaning. Mm. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I think I think I'd agree with that. Um and I think as well, like I'm just trying to think of, you know, if I was to if pe- people listening to this too were were to kind of take one thing away from from this diagram, what what do you think it would be? What do you think would be like the most important thing that they could kind of implement into into their situation if if they're kind of struggling or um even if they're kind of already on that on that kind of flywheel journey what's the one kind of takeaway that you think would help people yeah it's a really good question i think for me it would just be consistently taking time out to think reflect and write because if you're at the start of the journey it might be that you're at a sticking point where say you're you know in a crap job and you you know aren't happy and it's like a moment of right I need to do something about this and that's really important to take time to think to reflect on your current situation and things like that but then also at that chaos to concepts you know that thinking and writing and self-reflection time is so important as well because you're not going to be able to come up with all the ideas and concepts instantly it's like important to go through the journey and then you can even look at the impact you know you're probably so far around the wheel that you you think oh my goodness look at this entire journey that i've gone through so far but at that point it's still important to take time to yourself to understand right what has led me to get to here and again working on writing down what is still important to you and how you're going to continue to have that impact if not even more elevated impact on the people that you are writing for or sharing this with as well because that continue that needs to continue to evolve for you to feel fulfillment everybody goes through that element of feeling stale or they're stagnating but it's really important that you know, at that impact stage that you feel like you can still have that impact. And, you know, just thinking out loud is you always have these celebrities that have these moments in the spotlight. And sometimes it's their fault. Sometimes it's not their fault. It's just by luck or by chance. But you see people continuing to want to make an impact doing things that they used to do but they haven't evolved. They haven't taken that time to understand who they've become from it and how they're going to have an impact going forward. And then, you know, they're just remembered for that time when they were famous. Do you know what I mean? Mm, So I think it's It's important to to take that time to think and to self-reflect and then to write at each stage. That would be for for me the most important thing because I think it's quite humbling as well because you at each stage you're going through a bit of a journey but if you're continually on that journey then 
it's very humbling to take that bit of time to yourself to understand where you're at, whether it is to say, oh, great, I've actually like done really well. I'm really happy with where I am. Or in that instance of I'm getting a bit stale here, I need to mix it up. So, yeah, I think e- either way, it fuels, and this is the whole kind of theory behind it, is that it fuels momentum. Like you just said, like it doesn't matter yeah. if um, you can reflect on you know, what you've done well and you want to continue with it or you're at a stage where you're like, yeah, I'm stagnating. What do I need to do to move forward? Because yeah. a lot of people, if they get to the stagnation phase, they kind of, and, and that like, understandably so, they, they can give up. Hmm. Um, and I think for me, the, the main takeaway from from this would be the reflection stage too. Um, and kind of this is something that I'm quite bad at in terms of like writing things down. I know you're you're really good at it, um, but almost just taking a holistic approach um, mm. and almost looking at it from above. I think that's the main thing that I would take away and, and how you can kind of implement that to where you are on, mm. on your journey. I think that's it's something that would be really helpful. Yeah, having that awareness of where you are. Yeah. Yeah, massively, yeah. Totally. Um, one good quote I've heard about writing is that, you know, we are so, it's not really a quote, but it's an idea, but um, we're so rubbish at remembering things that you need to write these things down. And also you, your thoughts change day to day. If you were to write something today and be able to put down on paper exactly how you feel about that idea or that piece of research or whatever, you could look at that in a week's time and read and think, what is he on about? Like, what was, <laughs> what was he thinking? Because it's yeah. feelings based. So I think that's really key as well to, again, if you're ever thinking of that impact stage, like what I'm writing, if I'm reading it and I'm feeling it right now, but will I be feeling this in a week's time, you know, and this is, yeah. This, if if people who are reading your work or looking at your work read this then are they feeling what you're feeling at that moment or are they going to be those people in a week's time that are like what is he on about you know so yeah but then again i also think that if you're passionate enough about what you're writing about it's true to you isn't it yeah so what so whether, whether they whether yeah. they whether they think it's it's kind of relevant in in a week's time or not, as long as you're kind of true to yourself and, and confident in what you're doing, then I think you you you're dandy, aren't you? Yeah. So there we have it, Dan and I's discussion around the flywheel effect, which is a concept by Jim Collins, and also a very special shout out to uh, Slow.co, whose visual I've. I'm going to pop into the, um, into the podcast for you to relate to for this. So thank you for that. And um, as always, I hope that's provoked thought. If you have any thoughts or any ideas that you would like us to talk about or you'd like to share, I'm always open to that. And I look forward to catching up with you all next time. Cheers.